Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Frank Fleming, and you are listening to my brand new podcast, a gun podcast for people who don't know shit about guns. This is a podcast for the new gun owners out there, or maybe just people wanting to own a firearm for the first time, and the goal of this podcast is to help guide them in their journey and keep them from making stupid, dangerous, and otherwise cringeworthy mistakes, and also help undo some of the lure that mainstream media has put out there about guns. So just stick around, and we'll get on with today's episode. And welcome back to the show, everybody. This really is a welcome back for me because this is the first time that I've actually sat down to record a show in a little over a month. The last time I sat down to record a show was about a week and a half before I went to Kalash Bash. And oh my god, I had so much fun at Kalash Bash. It was like a spiritual gun experience that I will totally be devoting an entire show to i'll have my buddy uh rico guest star on the show and we'll go into that so i don't want to put any more spoilers into that little topic if you'll call it uh so let's get on with today's show so yeah first time back in a little over a month took my little hiatus uh my show is actually published now it's available on amazon spotify apple And one of the other little platforms that you listen to podcasts on. Uh, Before that, when I was actually recording once or twice a week, I had not published anything. And I had all of my shows just kind of sitting in the the dugout for a a buffer. And I was initially, I think I've I've, kind of gone against my own, like, formula. Because initially I was going to do, like, hey, get, like, ten shows pre-recorded. And then um, just start releasing them once a week. And that way, if you miss a week of recording, you've got a buffer to kind of smooth you over. And then I did the usual ADHD thing where when I started publishing, I was like, ooh, that was fun. Oh, look, somebody's already viewed it. Hey, let's post another one and another one and another one. And now I think I've used just about all my buffer up. So now I have like no choice but to start recording shows if I'm going to keep posting one once a week. So (laughs) there's that. Um, back to the Kalash Bash thing real quick, highly recommend, I will totally be doing it next year, and, um, yeah, let's just, sorry, ADHD break, um, I am going to get on to what this show is actually supposed to be about. Alright, so this is going to be episode number, actually, it doesn't matter, because I've already started posting the episodes out of order. So we're just going to go by the title and topic, which is different forms of carrying for personal protection. I know that seems like kind of like a simple topic, but it's actually really not. So pretty much there's only three types of personal protection carry, and those are concealed carry and open carry. Open carry means that you can carry with the gun on the outside of your person where it is visible for law enforcement to see, whereas concealed carry requires you to have a permit from the state or local law enforcement, uh, which then allows you to carry hidden on your person for no one but you to see. Lastly, there's constitutional carry that as of time of recording, there is only 13 states which recognize constitutional carry. Uh, that just so in case you don't know what constitutional carry is, that's when the Second Amendment is basically your concealed carry permit and that you don't need a permit approved by the state or local government to carry that weapon on your person. Also, just in case you were curious which 13 states do recognize constitutional carry, 
those 13 states would be in alphabetical order Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Maine, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, New Hampshire, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Out of those 13 states, only one of them uh, recognizes the, uh, the, the constitutional carry to its own citizens, and that would be North Dakota. So, personally, I am 1,000% behind constitutional carry. However, the older I get, the more I understand why concealed carry permits have a place in society, really. So, back in the day, and the Dizay, uh, which, by the way, was a Wednesday, if you listen to Dane Cook. <laughs> uh, but no, back in the day, uh, as a young libertarian, I viewed concealed carry permits as just another way uh, for the state to extort your rights for, uh, to carry from you. And to a certain extent, I still feel that way. But like I said, the older I get, the more I understand that if a person is really, really serious about concealed carrying, and that pretty much means that they conceal carry everywhere they go, every time they leave the house, not just when they think they're about to be going into a bad neighborhood. So basically, if they're that serious about it, they'll do the background check. They'll pay the $25, $30 fee to their local law enforcement agency. The reason, however, why I stand against concealed carry law is because of the discretion at which it is required of the said local government to um, allow you to obtain that concealed carry permit. So, for most of all the required, mostly all that's required is a small $25, $30 fee and a background check, but other states require you to take a firearm safety course. And some even require you to get references from three to five other citizens that are not direct uh, friends or family. Uh, which means if you're an asshole, you could have a pretty hard time getting a fucking concealed carry permit. Um, so, or if you're a loner like me, and uh, only two or three of your closest co-workers now live in other states, you know, the only two or three that like you, uh, yeah, you're just shit out of luck. So... Real quick, let's break down the different legalities of open carry and concealed carry. In open carry states, which Alabama was one up until January of 2023, you can wear a firearm on the outside of your person as long as it is not concealed. So here's where it gets kind of sketch. Say you have it on the outside of your hip, outside of your pants, and then you decide to put a jacket or an unbuttoned flannel shirt or something on, and the tail of that garment accidentally partially concealed partially conceals the grip of the pistol. In the eyes of the law, you're now concealed carrying. If you don't have that concealed carry permit, you are now breaking the law, they take your gun from you, and you go to jail. Alright, here's another scenario. Gun on the outside of your hip, you get into a car. Boom, you're concealed carrying in the eyes of the law. Now here's where it gets super sketch. Gun on the outside of the hip, no jacket, no outer garment, you get on a motorcycle or a bicycle. Yep. That's right, you're now concealed carrying, which means if you don't have that permit, you get to go to jail and have your gun taken away from you. So uh, that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm against the whole concealed carry permit, because there, there are so many hidden legalities that if you don't read the rules, and as we all know, law enforcement does not take ignorance of the law as an excuse. So if you break the law, you just break the law and you got to pay the price. And 
I mean, yes, you, we, we should all strive to be as well informed with our local laws as we can be. But, I mean, some folks, it just doesn't register with some folks. And then other folks just don't have the time. And I know that's so bad to just be like, oh, I don't have the time to read the rules. Well, I mean, again, I, I, I could ramble on this all day. But at the end of the day, I'm 1,000% for constitutional carry. I feel like it should be... I feel like constitutional carry should be recognized in every state, but sadly, it's not. But while we're still on that topic, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about another subject, rights versus privileges. We were all brought up being told that America is the land of the free, when in fact, it's actually just the land of the privileged. See, rights cannot be taken away from you, but privileges, however, can. So it really shouldn't be called the Bill of Rights. It should actually be called the Bill of Privileges because every single one of those rights can be and will be stripped away from you if you fuck up good enough in life. But it's America. We have freedom of speech. No, the fuck you don't. Look at Facebook, where you get banned because you posted content that they don't like. Same goes for pre-Elon Musk Twitter. Hell, Kanye West and his anti-Semitic remarks that made Adidas drop his ass like a hot potato. Now, do I agree with what Kanye said? Absolutely not. But that's the beauty of freedom of speech. Me or anybody else ought to be able to say anything they want to, uh, whether everybody else agrees with them or not, and they should be able to be able to get away with it. But I'm going to stop myself because this is a gun channel, not a political one, and we're here to talk about ways to conceal carry or open carry, not what rights or freedoms you may or may not actually have. So... On to the ways to conceal carry. So, I know what you're thinking. Most people just think, conceal carry. You stick it inside your pants, and there you go, bam, you conceal carry. Well, there's actually different ways to conceal carry, and actually, I'm just going to, we're just going to throw all the forms of carrying um, a pistol on you, whether it's concealed carry or open carry. So, Starting off, you have the IWB, which is inside the waistband, where the gun is in, uh, it's inside a holster, and it's inside of the pants with the clip or strap covering the outside of the belt. Next, we have shoulder underarm carry, where the gun is attached to a brace or straps that wrap around the upper torso, and the holster is carried under the armpit, concealed with um, the, uh, an unbuttoned shirt or a jacket. Um, you, you saw this a lot in... Um, like the 70s and early 80s. Uh, next, you have the ankle holster. This is usually reserved for your backup guns, typically used for smaller guns that are 32 to 22 caliber, but it can also be as large as a 380. Also, this is probably one of my least favorite types of concealed carrying, just because I've got really, really bony ankles, and it's never... It's never been comfortable, plus it's kind of an inconvenience to have to bend down, raise your pants leg up, pull the gun out, then get on target. It's it's just, it's, it's too much. Now, um, another way that you can carry is the fanny pack, which I actually really love the fanny pack idea. And uh, it's one of those that is best for anyone, male or female, on almost any occasion, with the uh, exception of being like a black tie and gown event. Uh, next is really just for the ladies, but can also be for anybody. So there's the purse, handbag, day planner, briefcase. This leaves the weapon a little bit less accessible and at a risk of, uh, it's really at a higher risk of falling out or getting lost inside of the uh, carry method. 
Uh, let's see. Next, we have the uh, elastic belly band. Not a bad method, but still not the most ideal and can still make tasks like sitting down or bending over kind of uncomfortable. Also, if you sweat a lot, like I kind of do, <clears throat> the band uh, doesn't exactly wick away sweat and it can leave a, kind of a stench or a rash. Uh, then there's the small of the back or six o'clock uh, carry position where there's already a natural inward indentation. Main drawback to this, though, is that if you spend a lot of time sitting or driving, having a large chunk of metal digging into your back can be a little bit uncomfortable. Then we have appendix carry, which is actually actually this one. Appendix carry is my most uncomfortable and most unrecommended way of carrying if you're a guy. Just because, I mean, it's having of a loaded gun nestled right against or on top of your cock. And it means that if it goes off, you just beyond gradual yourself. So, like, when it comes to drawing the actual weapon, there's literally no room for errors. Uh, next, we have the thigh holster. This is a real popular method with law enforcement and military. However, for the normal everyday citizen, I wouldn't really recommend it, not unless you were doing, like, a shooting competition or something. Then, this one is strictly for the ladies or trans dudes. I don't know. And that's the bra holster. Underneath the dress or blouse, the biggest risk here is that the holster kind of tilts in. The, the way the holster sits, the barrel tilts inward. And so if the gun was to go off, it would most likely take you out of the game. Uh, next, we have tucked inside the waistband with no holster. This is also known as felon carry because in TV and movies, it's usually the bad guys that carry this way. Lastly, uh, you have the pocket holster which is where you carry the gun inside your front or back pocket. The biggest downside here, though, is that with these holsters, when you go to draw it, sometimes the holster comes out with it. Okay, so now that we've talked about all the different ways to carry your holster, now I think I kind of want to go over all the different types of holsters that you can get. So obviously I just mentioned like the thigh holster, uh, your inside the waistband holster, outside the waistband holster, pocket holster um you also have leather holsters which the, the leather kydex combo is probably my most preferred way to carry a gun in a holster but you also have straight kydex but if you've got like a cerakote job done on the side of your gun sometimes the kydex can scratch that up which some guys and girls like the battle worn look but um to me i just i'm not a fan uh, also, the Kydex can, can break over time. It gets brittle. But again, it's really just your own preference. And if you're new to carrying guns, I would say get all of them. Try it out because you won't know until you try it. And you gotta, and, and that's the other thing practice drawing your pistol at your house behind closed doors. Don't wait till you go to the range, don't wait till you actually have to fucking use your gun. Fucking practice, because if you don't practice, you're going to fuck up. Um, but just in case you were curious about a couple of brands to check out, and these are, this is a free plug. I'm not getting paid by any of these uh, uh, people, but um, Crossbreed's a really good one. Sticky Holsters is a really good one. 1791 Gun Leather, and then there's also Alien Gear Holsters. And those are just some of the ones that are right on the top of my head. 
Um, there's, I mean, try try them all if you can. I mean, just just it's like you just you have to experiment. If you don't experiment, if you don't practice, I'm telling you, you're you're fucking up already, because the gun is not a weapon. And Grand Thumb says this all the time. Sorry to other uh, gun tubers, but the gun is just a tool. You are the weapon, and if you are out of practice, you're not going to get the job done. And when it comes time to actually using your, your firearm in the heat of the moment, like when it actually fucking counts, as much as I hate to say it, you're probably going to wind up dead. So, like, that's that's the other thing, like, when I was getting into the topics of concealed carry uh, and having to get, like, a permit or take a class, like, some people only carry when they think they're going to have to actually need it. Whereas your real mentality ought to be that you need it every time you leave the safety of your house. And um, I've had people say, oh, uh, carrying a gun must make you feel so powerful. And I'm like, no, God, no, it's everything but that. It makes me feel safe. It makes me feel secure. Yeah, but it doesn't make me feel powerful. And if you're carrying a gun to feel powerful, well, then you're, you're carrying for all the wrong reasons. Okay, that's my that's my TED talk. That's my TED talk for the day. Um, this uh, episode is starting to run on a little bit longer than I already wanted it to, especially for it being my first episode back. Um, so I guess this is going to be where I start wrapping it up, and uh, I guess I'll just go ahead and hit that outro button. Well, folks, that wraps up this episode of a podcast for people who don't know shit about guns. Please like and subscribe so that you know when I post some future episodes. The goal is to post one episode a week. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and if you feel like I've left anything out, please do let me know in the comments. And on that note, I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.